and we back. Holy that's shit. how you, that's how you make a cut when you're just like fuck this. I'm not gonna go look for it. I just know they'll be in two separate videos. All right, for sure. What um, what are we doing today? Welcome <laughs> back, man. We are here, A and M podcast. Finally back. Um, I do want to get into One Piece because there's a lot of One Piece to discuss. Um, but I want to spend the first 15, 20 minutes the way we've done the last like two episodes. Um, which is, I think I'm going to get the last of my avatar shop out right now until like you finish, you know what they're bringing in Netflix right did now? I finished did I, 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 I'm aware. Did you just ask me, did I finish Cora? No, I, <laughs> fool, fool, they, I knew you were about to finish Cora and Netflix announced put it, it out, yes. putting it out. Yeah. That's, yes. So, uh, my girlfriend and I will be finishing Cora on Netflix on the 14th. Um, uh, just because my season three CD is fucked up on episode 10, which is Long Live the Queen, and I've never been more sad in my life. So, um, and I told her, she was like, why don't we just, like, she asked me the very terrible, heinous question, why don't you just tell me what happens next couple episodes, and we can go to season four. And I was like, no. Because Uh, these episodes don't, these are some of the best episodes that if you just spoke are so-so. But if you see, it's amazing. No, but because she hasn't seen the Earth Queen die, right? So how that's you guys? Okay, cool. I'll tell you exactly what happens. The Earth Queen gets fucking choked out and killed. But that doesn't sound like as as someone who is. If you're watching a kids show and then you go, oh yeah, Zahir airbends her to death. <laughs> but she's watched like she's watched Assassination Class. We haven't finished Assassination Classroom, but she's watched Assassination Classroom. She's watched Naruto. She's watched Dragon Ball Z. So this she's is a Nickelodeon aware. show. <laughs> this is. <laughs> but nobody think okay. That we also have to debunk, but that's a much longer conversation. No, um, I'm okay. Go 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 go. No one. There was like a handful of shows, and this is kind of like a meme, but there is a handful of shows. You're not looking at in this through this eyes of like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. You're not watching Teen Titans and going, "Oh yeah, this is a Cartoon Network show." You know it's different. Um, if you're watching Avatar, it's not just Nickelodeon show. Like you know it's different. Yeah, not you saying, know it's different. So like I, the but idea it would of still put out on Cartoon Network and or abs- Nickelodeon. Ab- no, absolutely, but that's why when you get certain things, you're like, okay. Because you're coming from an anime perspective, which she's been yeah. on this run of watching anime with me, that's not as glaring as if it's like, all right, well, you grew up on Nickelodeon shows and then got Avatar and then got Korra, yeah. and then you're like, oh, now it's like, holy shit. Well, don't you um, know? It's uh, Drake and Josh, SpongeBob, <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents, and then Legend of Korra. Absolutely. They're all in the same, that's the same category. Absolutely. So, you know, Megan making a fat joke in 2001 and then Cora being gay as fuck yeah <laughs> and w- so but with that though it's like it's not the quite quite the impact so i wanted her to see it not just because it's also very visually like they did they did such a good job with airbending in season three which yeah. um to their credit was obviously a very not anticipated thing because we never thought we were going to get airbenders back besides Stenson. But when they did yeah, it, yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, when they dropped it and they were like, "Yo, we got Airbenders again," the hype was real because now it's like, "Oh shit, I get to see this not through a twelve-year-old's creativity." Like, 
I get to see actual airbending. I get to see airbending from the perspective of a psychopath. And I love, that was one of my favorite parts of season three is that it's the most creativity hands down um, of bending use in all seven seasons of Avatar. Yeah. Like bar none, you got lava bending, no arm water bending. You got like boom, boom, combustion shit. You got yeah. niggas flying air. Like it is it's, so cool. It's the most advanced forms of like everyone's bending, which is interesting. Like psychic bending, I still think is like scary as hell. <laughs> Just like, oh, I can water bend with my mind. Hmm? And it stays true to like the foundation of what bending is supposed to be. And that is uh, you're controlling energy and the connection you have with that element that was passed down. But the energy takes over. So it's not like a linear, oh, I'm an earthbender. If I get really good at it, I can metal bend. No, you're an earthbender. Maybe you're a metal bender. Maybe you're a lava bender. Yeah. If you're a waterbender, maybe you're a healer. Maybe you're a homegirl throwing whoops because you ain't got your arm. Also, did we? That, that team was nuts, man. That team should have never lost. That's another story. I would love, I would love, speaking of quit, and this is smooth. Speaking of shorts, I would love to see an avatar. I sent you one yesterday. I would love to see Zuko go to the spirit world because that is completely feasible because it's just in the middle of Republic City. Um, yeah. I'd love a five-minute short with him and Iroh because it, it would mean almost nothing and add nothing, but it'd be cool as fuck to see. I would love to see the Red Lotus get caught the first time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because someone cut hey, her although, arms off. And well, I need to know who. They got, they got caught because they tried to kidnap Korra, right? Well, they were – well – they, they were, were plotting to get Korra. Yes, because they were obviously they were known as anti-Avatar, but Aang was too strong by the time they had enough power, and Zaheer was obviously a non-bender still at that point. So by the time they wanted to go after Aang, and that was well known, Aang was like, get on my level. I'm like 40 plus years old, and I got the Avatar state unlocked. You're not fucking with me. Yeah. So, but they were enough of a threat that if anything had happened to Aang, that's why they had to start getting locked up and they had to get locked up in these really fucked up conditions because they were that scary otherwise. Like, they put Homie in the mountain he, and he was a non-bender. They threw Homie in the sky. They're like, nigga can't move shit and we are still moving him to the most secluded part of the fucking world. Yeah. This bitch has no arms. We are throwing her in a volcano. I need yeah. her in a volcano sur- surrounded by fire. I, I really wouldn't mind a Red Lotus backstory. And I know they've kind of written it like in in like the books that have come out since like uncle iroh writes stories of the fire nation or something and in his book he talks about how uh the red lotus split from the white lotus because they the red lotus were went or the white lotus were supposed to be this oh hey Matt <laughs> Hi, Alex. It's okay. You can talk. It's okay. You, you can, can talk. talk. Oh. Rate, co- rate. Wait, wait. Those actually perfect. Alex, rate. Rate. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> no, better yet. Which did you like better? Avatar or Korra? 
Did you like Avatar, The Last Airbender, or Korra better? Avatar. And last, why? Last Airbender. Yeah, Last Airbender. Okay, and why? Why? Yes. Because I feel like the storytelling was, I feel like they had more time. I don't know. Like with Korra, it was all messed up because of like the like political aspects of like them killing somebody on screen. And so then like they like got cut short and I feel like they had a lot more story to tell. But it also felt like they didn't have a lot more story to tell at the same time. It was kind of just like Korra's here like dealing with the aftermath of the world. Like, and she did it now what kind of thing um hold on i have to sneeze <coughs> covid covid no. matt you're fucked <laughs> you're fucked i'm yeah. coughing she's sneezing you're fucked what do you say oh he said i'm fucked yeah <laughs> and i also liked how young everyone was in the last airbender because i feel like it gave this like air of innocence almost that i liked a lot more than in cora where like She's like supposed to be a little bit older and like know more about like what the how the world is like working and it was all about like you know like relationships. I also didn't like that part of my, as in Cora as much as like I right, agree like, the relationship because it felt like it was a really large central plot to the like it was central it was a central plot basically and I know that they did that because like the kids that were watching it like grew up. And the kids that were watching it like when they were younger, watching Lost Airbender when they were younger, like grew up and so then like now they're all kind of like trying to like figure out relationships. And so it was supposed to be like, I think a mirror into like that, but I felt like it took away from like Cora's badassery. It just made yeah. her be like, well, like, who do I want to like have sex with? I don't know. And, and oh, I'll bang hard. everyone on team avatar, except for Bolin. Yeah. <laughs> the basically. one that actually made sense. Right. Well, to be and fair. so like that, I didn't, didn't like dig that much after rewatching, but I also just like Aang as a better avatar also. Oh, that's funny. That's 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 interesting. Um, okay. Also, can we just get like the context of, and it's just not explained enough. Toph was six. Like Toph, Toph was, was Toph, Toph was twelve. Also, Toph is the freaking coolest character of all time. Nobody can tell me any different. I think that. Yeah. Also I need to confirm. I need to confirm this because there's Toph a is, number. There's Toph a is twelve years old. No, yeah. not at the time and of. The same age. Nah, because hold up. I'm about to pause them really quick, and I need you both in here for this because this is going to be great. Um, All right. Hold up, hold up, wanna, hold up. I want to make like sure. Listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to cite. Wanna... I'm going to cite this. Give her, get her some headphone splitters. We get, this is great. Wait, this is great. Here, have, like, another perspective. Um, oh, like... Because we talk about all the time, like, Matt and I are turbo nerds, right? Whoa. It's what we do. So when we sit there and, like, are breaking down something or we're discussing a topic, it's coming from turbo nerd status and we're trying to like i don't know if he's ever explained a manga page to you what's he doing or if he's tried to explain one to you we're looking for like every picture or this one line said 30 chapters ago and just going 100 miles an hour and it probably sounds nuts to someone who's watching it to enjoy it or someone who was watching it for the first time so i very much have enjoyed um Noemi watched uh, all of Air, all of that Airbender with me, and then we are currently at season three of Korra. And then my season ah. three disc is fucked up at episode ten, and I'm crying about it still. But it's coming uh, to Netflix. Does Becca have our copy? So Becca has our copy. It'll be. Um, let me let me do this real quick. Um, where is this? Okay, so yeah, why the fuck do they have this? picture i don't know screen share 
Okay. I, I can't. It's on the other computer. Okay. Okay. Um, but there's definitely a time. There's like a timeline of Toph going around on the internet that shows her at age six sitting down with that first awkward dinner between her parents and age. No, she's 12. She's 12. That's the thing. She's the same age as Aang. Yeah. Cause, and that's what I, so that was my, that was my understanding. I'm just trying to find this timeline shit. Cause I want to make sure it, that. It might be like fan fiction. Some sort of like. Or someone's like, she's kind of short. Yeah. Six. Which is like, is that ableist? Which, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, she's the most articulate six-year-old I've yeah. ever seen. Toph's cool. I think that's also another reason I really liked Katara. I liked the female characters, I think, more in Last Airbender. I'm fucking talking. I liked the female characters more in Last Airbender, too, because I felt like, again, the female characters in Korra were all about, like, trying to get boned, and, like, that... And then, like, when they came together, it was interesting, but then, like, I still don't understand where, like, people were like, oh, they, like, made eye contact, so they're in love, and then, like, Korasami became a thing, but, like, Tumblr. And I'm down for it. Well, Korasami yeah, became a thing. I will always, and like, Tumblr. Not, nothing against them. That to me was like, the writers, when the controversy happened in season three because of the direction they were going and they were relegated to only being online for season four, and I don't think yeah. season four was supposed to be the end of Korra. Um, but I think they gave a couple, the writers gave a couple fuck yous to Nickelodeon. And right. uh, at that time, um, What's the camera girl show on Disney Channel? Like the vlogger girl show from Disney Channel around that same time. Um, I know Carly? Like Carly, that's on Nickelodeon. No, and that's I know Nickelodeon. Like, Good Luck Charlie. There like... we go. That one. Good Luck Charlie also had an incident around that same time. Good Luck Charlie had an episode where they introduced a lesbian couple who had a kid and oh, yeah. then got dumped from Disney Channel three episodes later. I remember that. I totally remember that. And people were like, we need the representation. And Disney was like, it's too progressive. We can't. And so I think, and not, not to take away anything from Korosami, but Korosami, the relationship sucks. And it was forced. Yeah, it's and not I good. think it was forced because the writers were giving a fuck you. We stand with this or we believe in this and y'all kicking us off anyway. So suck well, my dicks. We get out of here. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's hella forced. Cause I mean, it's obvious that Korra and Mako was the original intent. The original, yeah. You know, like everyone, like that was them going, oh, we couldn't put Katara and Zuko together, but we can do it with Korra, Korra and Mako. Exactly. Literally because they were also like Waterbender Girl and like yeah. Firebender. We're going to make some steam. Yeah. Um, wow. Can you hit him, please? Oh, please. But, like, please but, like, but honestly. <laughs> well, can we also uh, say that Cora is, to be fair, Cora is not actually waterbending, though. Cora firebends more than Mako does. Right, yeah, but I, does. she was born in the water she, tribe. She wears, like, water tribe oh, absolutely. You know, garb. But it's, there's a, a funny fan theory. Um, Cora is Zuko's successor because she acts just like Zuko did when Zuko was 16. Yeah. She acts nothing like Aang. She acts. Uh, Kyoshi, maybe. Kyoshi was kind of wilding back in the day. <laughs> I, um, I want to read those books so bad. The uh, Gosh, I forgot the episode of Last Airbender when Aang went to trial for killing Homie, and they were like, hey, use your past life. I'm sure they'll help you. And Homegirl showed up for 30 yes. seconds and said, yo, I fucking I did it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it was worth it. Bye. And then left. 
Yeah, and even at like even at the end too, when he like is looking for guidance and he hits up Kiyoshi, and oh, Kiyoshi, yeah. Kiyoshi, like Ang's like, you didn't mean to kill him, and she was like, I don't really see a difference. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He should die. Yeah, Kyoshi was badass. I mean, she was also, what, like, six foot five? She and had to, like... She's oh, six she foot was... five and, like, 200 years old. Yeah, yeah. she, she so, was built like a monster. Yeah, she had to, like, have that personality, that match. Because if she was, like, like a little mouse, it wouldn't have, like, worked. No, that's a fact. She was, she was definitely an earthbender. There was no, 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 um... She was an airbender. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like... anyway... Last Airbender is better than Korra. Fight me, world, whatever. And do you think Aang is better than Korra? As far as I also think that Aang is better than Korra. Because I feel like Korra is just so, like, she's like, she, like, fits the, like, I hate to say this, like, as a woman, but she fits, like, the stereotypical, like, too emotional woman trope. Like, in my opinion, I feel like she just does a lot of, like, I'm just so angry all the time, and I don't know how to control my emotions, and I'm gonna act on them, and it felt like, and I think maybe I'm biased, because, like, in contrast to Aang, where Aang was really centered, and, like, thought a lot about things, and well, Aang was an airbending decision, Aang was, I'm still talking. I thought you were done. I'm not. Honestly. Like, I think in contrast, and, like, falling in love with that character, and then having the complete opposite was hard for me, and I think for a lot of other people, it was like, this is amazing. Like, I, I want, like, a crazy avatar. I want an avatar that goes off the rails and, like, doesn't know what they're doing and, like, loses their mind, basically. Because, like, she basically, like, loses her shit. And that was hard for me. I don't know. I, I was like, she's supposed to be a leader. And she's no. an irrational woman that can't make a decision. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to see a second Aang, though. I already saw Aang. Right, and I didn't want to see a second Aang either, so I don't think I would have been. It's, it's the Star Wars fandom. I wouldn't have been happy if they had yeah, remade the same story, and I wouldn't have been happy if they made something completely different. Don't I'm get me like, started on Star Wars. So, Jesus. I, I won't, because I don't know if about Star Wars. So I'm going to, um, to a counterpoint of that, because um, I think Korra is a better avatar, and I love Aang. Um, Aang grew up in a worse world, because he woke up to genocide, and that's that's tough. Like you woke up, and everyone's just dead. Um, you're also 100 years past the point. So not only are they dead, they've been dead for a long time. And if Boomy wasn't an anomaly, there would be no one you have recollection of on this planet. But in terms of what he dealt with, Aang had one very linear path, which is there was some psychopathic fire lord who's trying to kill me. Okay, I can deal with that. Cora is at 16. I was not the most emotionally well-equipped human being. No, he and wasn't. So, <laughs> girl or guy, I'm not just going to shit on, like, g- girls here. No, no, you're, like, I mean, same. Yeah. And, Nobody and is when they're 16. I was pretty cool. So, for her, the enemies and people that she fought, including the public, whereas Aang, the public, was clearly on his side outside of the Fire Nation because everybody wanted the war to be over. Korra had almost very mixed public support. I'm not going to say none, but very mixed. And I would trend, I would say 70-30 in terms of disliking her. Um, she had to deal with political figures. She had to deal with terrorists. She had to deal with being poisoned, beaten to the point she couldn't walk. And... Being essentially being called out for being a shitty spiritual avatar, which you're supposed to just know how to do because you're the avatar, and 
your teacher who's supposed to be spiritual, even though he wasn't spiritual for shit. Um, like what she had to endure, I would argue is Angs is more linear in terms of being like, it's terrible. Like everyone's dead. You got to beat the fire Lord. Good luck. You're 12 years old. But Cor had to go through more shit than what Aang had to, in my opinion. And I, I agree. And I think that that was a shitty writing aspect because they like made a different bad guy every season. And it was just like, oh, here's like the next new thing and here's the next new thing. But I don't disagree with the fact that I think Korra is a stronger avatar than Aang because she did have to go through way more. And she, I really appreciated how the writers talked about PTSD. I appreciated how the writers talked about like abuse and things like that and like gaslighting. And I think they, and like politics and um, all of just like, like Zaheer's particular storyline, I think was really, really like on the nose. Um, yeah and like I appreciated all of that I just think Aang's really cute <laughs> and I like him better <laughs> and Aang is, Aang is great this is not a um, like I like I like Roku the most out of everybody that's only because I got like three scenes of Roku and I fell in love with all of them I was like I got like what, <laughs> one episode with Roku and I'm I'm bare. down that's it I'm that's like... all I needed I didn't need anything else My dude fought a, a fucking volcano <laughs> Like, <laughs> he's legit. No, he's cool. Yeah. And but I also think Aang doesn't have any faults because I also know that like right when he had Tenzin, like his sorry, his whole You're world right. changed, and that's when he was like, Oh, like I have to like rebuild the air nation. Like that is my also my singular job. And mm-hmm. he wasn't a good dad. And Correct. like I think that's an important thing to talk about too. Like we don't know what Cora is gonna be like at all really in the future as an adult. But I would hope that she would be like a better parent than Aang after like, you know, meeting Tenzin, Kaya, and Bumi and like I always figured Korra would die young. That also I That's wouldn't my... be surprised by because I she's have... so reckless and that's what makes me so angry. No, I I, 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 I don't want another Aang though. Right. Like, I but like I... the idea that they're two very separate characters and like I think her story arc, her linear storyline that carries through all four seasons isn't uh, this physical being that is like this physical bad guy. It's she's fighting in a sense society because society doesn't think they need an avatar anymore. Totally. And so how do you, how do you, how do you exist in a world to help the world when the world doesn't want you? And that's Korra's story. It goes, that's a through line through Amon, Unalak, like her family, like uses her to try to become the new avatar because he's like, well, the avatar is failed. Well, the avatar is not supposed to be just for the people. The avatar is supposed to be for the spirits. And you guys haven't done that for 10,000 years. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. And is also a really hard avatar to follow up because like, because essentially the world was the enemy of my enemy is my friend because everyone hated the fire nation. So cool. We all on your side. eh? We don't like these guys. They bad. Let's all be friends. And then Aang thought, cause he was 12 and I'm maybe learning later in life, but presumably when he was 12 becoming the avatar, it's like, all right, cool. People want to be peaceful. People want to be together. And then Korra had to deal with the facts of no, it don't really go down like that. There is no longer this unanimous enemy that is just fucking shit up. And whenever you have that, you have people that can poke at the world um, 
like Amon, like Uno, I can say, hey, just because you think this is good, this is still out of place. Um, I also don't mind the individual sees each having their own enemy because that credits more, and this is a, a weird point, to what the Fire Nation did. And, like, you're never going to have another three-season – and you shouldn't – three-season-long enemy where Ozai is essentially yeah. the bad guy from start to finish. There um, isn't a hundred-year war going on. We don't correct. need to, like, fight – we don't need a Kuvira character for the whole time. And I also correct. think, though, that, like, I would have loved to have seen Kuvira rise even more because I think that she was a really interesting character. And I like you said earlier, Justin, like you you were like, I don't think season four was where they wanted to end it. I think they were might have been trying to take Kuvira into a season five. Yeah. And like okay, well. like who knows? I think that would have been so cool because her perspective on like the the like the Earth Kingdom being broken and disruptive, like well, you haven't seen it yet. So like No, he's well, I've, I've, seen I've, I've seen it. Yeah, I saw I saw Corey eight years ago. But okay. Um, but, yeah, watched it week but I to think week. that like that would have been in, more interesting than just like how many episodes in each season like like 14 12 12 14 story arc for me I like it just feels like it's like oh let's like move on to the next bigger better thing I don't know I also think that they tried to make Cora's like like not distress but like her level of trauma equal to Aang's level or like up, they like up the ante a lot with her. Cause they were like in the first season, it was like, you have to like, you know, like you might get your bending taken away. And then it was like in the second season, you like have, you don't have to like save the whole universe. And then in the third season, it's like, again, you might, I, I don't remember. It's terrorists. It's like, yeah, it's terrorism. It's terrorism. Yeah. And the fourth season, oh, it's, it's like, Hitler. you know, it's Hitler with PTSD on top of it. So it's like, I feel like they tried to like make it like, you know, like Aang was like, everybody I know died, is dead and has been dead. And they're like, they're like, let me like try to like get Korra up to the same level. And so it just felt like it was like, dun, 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 like after each <laughs> thing. And for me, that was a little like gimmicky. Uh, and, like, I don't, I don't really agree with that. Cause I, how do you, they they hit this in season two because how do you top Vatu? He's literally well, that's, that's he's what the I'm he's, he's the god of death. That's so, what I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that they were like, oh, you know what would be like a genocide of your entire population? The end of the world, and like yeah. that's how it felt. And, and then they scaled it back in season three. Oh well, yeah, just a terrorism and PTSD, no big deal. No, because it's different. No, I, it is different. So I I think every Avatar has that one fight you know except except Kurik. Kurik died young we don't talk Kirk, about him Kirk, Kirk <laughs> lost his bitch to the nigga who still faces like, yeah Kirk but like I, every every avatar has like that test that they seem to have to deal with like roku was going against his friend and failing but why did Korra have four too. no Korra had, had one and that's vatu i don't think so her, like, her, i would even argue not, that the one for her is zaheer's fight mm-mm. i think that's the fallout that's just it's like when you're reading the avatar or the last airbender comics and you know ang stops the war and beats ozai but what comes next and that's how i always figured zaheer and kuvira were because zaheer is very much like korra saves the world the airbenders are back now what <laughs> and zaheer goes well i'm a baddie and now i'm an airbender and he literally disrupts the entire 
world. I'm also shouldn't say the word baddie again. Um, but he, but he definitely he, was like he's the bad with guy. Shaved head, like yeah. No, no, Ooh, absolutely no. So he was great. I'm baddie. <laughs> so this no, is and then like you get like the fallout because Cora thinks she's won, and so after season two, she feels comfortable leaving Republic City. Like, she, yeah, she's kind of kicked out, but like also, I was she's, say, like, was... she's like, I don't need to be here anymore. I've already, I've done my thing. I've fought my Ozai. I've beaten my, what, whoever Kiyoshi fought, you know? That one guy, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I would love to see his story. Oh, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm sure it's in a book somewhere. Yeah. Homie was a conqueror and then just got shit it on. Um, chin, the, <clears throat> chin the Great. <laughs> that, that fool. Is it Chin um, the Great? Chin the Conqueror? I think it's Chin the Conqueror. So with Child with the, the scaling, it's <laughs> it's kind of a problem just like in any kind of like comic or anime or whatever like sci-fi writing you're doing. Because yeah, let's say presumably Korra only got greenlit for one season. Um and it was the reaction of do we still have an Avatar fan base seven years after the original show ended? Or six years after whatever the exact time frame is. Yeah. So and that's why season one kind of has like a corny ending where it's just like, yeah. hey, look, we got our bending back and now she's back with him and the avatar cycle's good and we got Aang back for a cameo and you got to see Qatar. Like, so it's, season one had was a corny ending. And it's like, all right, y'all got another season because we still got a fan base. Fuck it. Y'all got like two. Um, no, I'm going to say they only got Greenland for one more season. And I don't know this to be a fact. Okay. All right. How do you top that? Now we got everybody involved. How are we going to do this? Well, we are going to top the power scale off at what is supposed to be the strongest thing in this universe. Because how do you beat an avatar? You essentially create a dark avatar. Yeah. That worked tremendously. Fantastic. Now we got the spirit worlds open. Look at this. That could be another conclusion. And the Nickelodeon was like, How about more. another 24 episodes? Two yeah. more. <laughs> and, then exactly was, how it felt. and then it was like, Yo, homie, we just did what? He just, you want us to do what? Like, I was, I was yeah. compared to Dragon Ball. Like, Dragon Ball was supposed to end after the Sand Saga. And then Shonen was like, but another one. And they were like, I will use the guy who killed them. And that'll be like the end goal. And Shonen was like, but another one. And he was like, <laughs> I will go. This dude's literally perfect. All right, cool. We ended there. Homie's dead. He's going to stay dead. And Shonen was like, another one. And they were like, this motherfucker's bubblegum. He regenerates, fucking go. <laughs> like, he turns, he turns motherfuckers into cookies. Like, and you get to That's this Boo? Boo turns Boo. people into cookies? Boo, has, Boo literally has a cookie bean. And he could turn someone into cookies. Um, we're not watching Dragon Ball. I no, no. I've seen a couple episodes. Couldn't tell you anything. I literally, I tried, it, I tried it. I gave it 30 episodes. And I was oh. like... They blew up the moon on episode 27 to solve his. I turned did. into a monkey. <laughs> <They absolutely did. laughs> like, I was like, Oh, <laughs> blew but, up the moon. So, three and four was like, yes, they gave us very cool characters. They gave us very cool bending techniques. They gave us, um, like, new ways to exist in this world. But yeah, they were they were shit out of a scale because I don't think they ever intended when they made Korra, Zaheer was never part of the plan, Kuvira was never a part of the plan, Vatu and Juan was maybe like they probably had an idea for like an OG avatar, but never fully fleshed it out. 
Same thing with all right. Well, who's the OG's Avatar's villain? Um, so Yang and <laughs> yeah, Yin and Yang. In yeah. that regards, Korra does suffer from pacing, but Korra suffers just from being the sequel show. Right. Yeah. I, I think, like I said, like Aang's adorable and amazing, and Sokka like has like a, such a soft place in my heart. And the fact that he was in one fucking episode, or how many? Like he two got, fucking he got, episodes. I think he died. He got by. Yeah. I think he. I think I. He. So I. Uh. I will always theorize that Suki died protecting Zuko doing. Like Zuko, because there are a ton of like Ozai assassins in the Fire Nation, and I think Suki died. Um, I think Sokka is the uh, Lin's sister's dad, even though they never said anything about Lin's it. Lin's sisters, like Suyin's dad, but not Lin's dad. Yeah. They have two different dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have two yeah, different yeah. dads. Yeah. Dad. I got a I real could see that because she's kind of brown. Yeah, yeah, and she has like a different eye shape. <gasps> yeah, that was always my take on it, but they never mention it. Lin's dad. dad. They mentioned in the last season. He's just some random. He's just some guy. Just some guy. Get yeah. It, Toph. Yeah, Toph I, like had two baby daddies. I know. Uh, no, to, to no. That's we're not going to disrespect Toph like that. Toph just bent two niggas over. <laughs> Like, more um, disrespectful. She fucked the boulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop. That's, that's more disrespectful. She, no, no. Top is handling. To top, top handle business. I'm not disrespecting top in any oh, way. She, she put it down, dude. Yeah. No, that's a fact. Um, so I've actually got um, when I was rewatching it and then kind of turbo nerding it. Um, I think Sokka died in that courtroom, and I think ev- I think everybody and part of that council died. Um, the only exceptions being Toph and Aang because they're clearly on a different level as far as power scale and Aang had the Avatar state. I didn't even think about that. But I think Sokka when they gets t- killed off by your cone. When he got twisted, if you look at like the twisted, because the, people don't twist that way, fam. People just don't. Shit. If you look at, like, go look at that episode. Sokka's arm is in the wrong spot. His head. So, but that's my own, my own theory. And that's part of why your cone was like extra. Um, yeah. Which makes him an even cooler right. villain. I gotta go eat. That's I why. Eaten food. I appreciate so, the conversation. Thanks for letting me chat Avatar with you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. We only talk about One Piece and Avatar, so essentially, you can right jump now. in like fifty percent of the time. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> tell you about One Piece. Oh, you wanna you wanna I start see. reading it? Noemi wants to start Dude, One Piece, and I just episodes. I can't. Alex's I can't. Alex's sister has started reading One Piece. I I hope you are. Just let her know she is in for a journey of. Um, it's just long. That's I told her long. she she was like, I need something to do in quarantine. And I'm like, this is the perfect quarantine activity. Yeah, dude. 92 we volumes. Have so many books. Oh, 92 gosh. volumes. So- it's better than Naruto. <clears throat> like, let's go. And she what- burns through it real quick. One Piece, I will, I, and, I, and I told them the same thing. One Piece is the greatest manga ever written. Um, it's anime as ass post like 400 episodes. Don't watch it. It is, no, it is, it is one of the best pieces of writing to ever exist. I will not tell someone to willingly jump into it because it is such an investment of because homie is the only person alive who writes something in chapter 805 and he's like yeah i said this in 237 page six remember <laughs> and it one piece is a yeah a lifestyle Bruh. it's not just a manga one panel Bam, he dropped, he it's, says right, one, i'm leaving bye right. okay. bye alex, alex thank you for joining uh, us you want to take the dog hey sad hey. <laughs> so, yeah you want me to leave right here <clears throat> uh, can you take her? Lisa. Thank you.
Yeah. So that was Alex. That was a fun, fun little avatar conversation. There. I was like, oh, yeah, um, I said, I was like it when it's somebody that's not, when you had the headphone, when um, you took the headphones off, I was telling her, I enjoy hearing other people talk about certain shows because we turbo nerd shit. And so it's interesting to hear from someone who's not trying to. I like talk. perspective. Yeah. Like I tell Noemi, I, I cannot watch a YouTube video and get any kind of enjoyment out of it anymore. Um, anytime I'm watching a YouTube video, I'm literally watching and trying to figure out how they mean. I could care less about the content at this point. I could care less about what they're trying to do. But if I see special effects or I see inserts, I'm immediately thinking in my brain, how do I do that? Like, I will literally, I do all my stuff on Vegas, but it's like, I'm thinking as the video, I'm seeing the video, like another image in my head of being on Vegas and be like, all right, cool. I know if I go to this here and then I insert that, I'm just, I'm just fucked up in that sense. So yeah. I like it when there's people less, what would you call that? Um, less obsessive, I guess, about it than I am. Yeah, I, I like I like some of them. I think Joy Boy Theories is still one of my favorites. He's fantastic. Be, yeah. Um, <laughs> big shout out. <laughs> what, what, One Piece Theories in general are just fantastic. Because One Piece that Theories, you can do anything. Like, that's... Until I get an ending to One Piece, One Piece is easily, like, the greatest story. Absolutely. <laughs> right now. And I'm not even, like, that's not even me, like, going, you know, oh, fuck everything I've ever read. This is the best. Like, no. Like, like I've never, like, going back and reading One Piece, like, one, it's hard to d- binge it. It is a hard binge. But it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you stick to the arcs, it's like reading a novel, you know? Oh, I read the novel of East Blue, and it ends with Arlong, and now I'm reading the novel of Baroque Works, and it ends it with Crocodile. Like, oh, I'm reading the New World arc. Oh, okay. And that's Punk Hazard to uh, Whole Cake. I was like, that's um, still going? Like, the New no, World? No, uh, so Wano is its own, officially Wano is its own thing. Um like the new world i think takes place actually it might take place from fishman island all the way to whole cake and the the novelization is luffy picking a fight with big mom and then meeting big mom that's the that's the bookend and then you have wano and wano's crazy um no good Okay, so I just I just took that as like, if you we were basing it off location, so I was like, all right, because no, 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 because Skype is its own thing. It's still um, ass. But, yeah, I, I will never do that. Skype is partly ass just because of the time it's written. But I've been, yeah. re- I've, I tried really hard because um, it popped in my head last week. Um, where would I put Skype or that same line of writing and make it good? And literally, if it wasn't the very first arc of One Piece, there's just nowhere you can fit that thing to make it, like, put it on the ground. Like, literally, don't make it a sky island. Just make it a random fucking island that Eno's at. And it still just doesn't hold up. Yeah, they use Skypea to, like, introduce a bunch of things. And Mantra's one of them. Or hockey, as we call it. Um, It also, like... I think it's supposed to show just how strong Luffy's gotten after beating Crocodile. Uh, but that's like a, that's a, that, that, 
But also, well, the only he look, he's stronger, but that's a jank. Anil is also a monster. Yeah, what's his name? Enaru, Enel, yeah, whichever I one. I, I I like Enel. I don't I don't dislike Enel. I know I'm not here to fight fucking Japanese English translations, but I'm so not gonna I, fight I, Viz. They make too much money. Yeah, like I I like the name Enel. I also like the name Enaru, whatever you want to call him. Like, go for it. I thought that might have been a fun one if we had made Enel uh, Kaido's kid. <laughs> no, but Eno needs to make his way back into the story. Because he has. Yeah, I don't know a, how they're going to do it. He's a powerhouse fruit. He just loses to one dude. Objectively, true, yeah. objectively speaking. Well, two. Because Blackbeard negates lightning. That's a little different because we've still yet to see Blackbeard one on one beat any. I will say Blackbeard beats Enel. Cause if Blackbeard beat Ace, are you saying Ace I think Enel's? Oh, I think I think Enel is absolutely stronger than Ace. At that I, time and place, no. absolutely. I think if you can negate someone's fruit, and all Enel had was a good fruit, I think if you can negate that, and like he's obviously trash because Luffy beat him. <laughs> like Luffy, that Luffy went. Oh, I know how to beat Mantra. I just won't think. And he made himself stupid. <laughs> well, Enel's hot. So, okay, also, can we, can we? Gosh, see, this is the problem with, like, doing a One Piece podcast. You can literally binge on, like, so many different. This can is the be... Enel podcast. Okay. Can we, be, can we be honest and objectively look at it? And Ace had to lose for story reasons. Ace had no business losing that fight. He does if he can't use his fruit. Homie had no business losing that fight. Because I think you're underestimating Blackbeard in that no no look at Blackbeard in that fight. Excuse me. That fight showed up on YouTube like two or three weeks ago. I had that one and I had the fucking um I always get the Luffy in front of the three admirals one and I'm like, I I don't need to see this again. But although I love Marine Four. Um if you look at that fight, how it transpires is like Ace shoots some fire at him, and homie goes, Yo, look at my fruit. Look what I can do. Right? He's like, I'm not a Logia, but I am a Logia, but I can neutralize shit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. Because there is a difference. And this needs to be very, this is a very critical difference. He can black hole and absorb, he can neutralize when touching. So it is two different things. Mm, but he draws people in. So like correct the black hole sucks whatever the hell he wants in yeah but and Ace, even when and even when he Ace like stabbed the shit out of him with like fire lances it still wasn't enough you know correct but we get this really cool ending shot of Blackbeard and Ace which is like the giant firewall and you get the giant for lack of a better term shadow wall um and then we just get told. Ace lost. I almost guarantee, and I think even Oda will like declare it at some point. This is a huge call out. If I get this right, I'm just gonna I will no one be able to tell me shit for like ten years. <laughs> I almost guarantee during that fight, um, sniper homie shot Ace, or someone shot Ace who has someone attacked Ace who has hot on Blackbeard's crew. I don't believe Blackbeard beat him one v one. Fairly, because Blackbeard's never tried to fight anyone fairly. To be to just to his 
to his character, he has never been the, yo, like Luffy wants to take everybody 1v1. Blackbeard is the exact opposite. This is why Whitebeard was dying, and he said, yo, everybody get your Glocks. We all shooting this old motherfucker. Okay. So I, I, I can kind of see that. I could jump on that theory. So, like, I think when we get more Blackbeard, because we're going to get a giant Blackbeard monologue at some point in time. Like, we have to. And when you get the monologue of him, his rise to power and everything he did, it's all sneaky, underhanded. Like, that's just how he does stuff. And that's not yeah. even me trying to shit on the character. That's just what he does. Um, and so, because Ace was strong, man. And the fire fruit is strong. And I think lightning is even stronger than fire because homie can call light because Ace, Enel's the only, and this is, this is a weird take, but I fuck with this take. Enel's the only Logia user we've seen use his element and not a part of his body first. We have seen him call lightning down, like lightning from another place like we're from the sky mm. and then channel it. What's Every, that called? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is a look, and I'm not saying that they can't, but I'm just saying what we've seen. When a kind of did his meteor shower storm, it started at his arms. He shot it up and it came down. Yeah. We've seen Kizru froze the sea. Not Kizru. Um, Aokiji freeze the sea. Started with him. Kizru, all the crazy light shit he's done. It starts with him. And we also we also get punk hazard though, where the climates changed. Correct. Like the islands destroyed because Correct. awakening potentially. At, at, potentially, but even I could argue that. And once again, I'm not. And I'm not saying that like as strong as I think Aokiji and uh, Kainu are. I'm sure that they have their awakening, and I'm sure they have probably similar power. Um, I'm just showing. I'm just speaking on what we've seen. Okay. Which. Aokiji and Akainu have both made their surrounding areas hot or ice, but them being the center points. So I'm not considering that awakening. Like, Aokiji was freezing shit the second we saw him. Um, you want to get a trip? Total mm-hmm. sidebar. Uh, they drop a hint about awakening all the way back in Alabasta with Crocodile. Oh, with the, him changing? Um, yeah. They they drop it because when Luffy beats Crocodile, it starts to rain. What right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "Oh, they got the rain like powder to like work," or they like use the rain powder, and they're like, "No, we never used it." And it's like one panel in one fucking chapter, six hundred p- chapters before anything matters. <laughs> no, the, it rained because Birdman blew up. And then yeah, and he made it hot. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is my own, like, and I, I can't even, like, fully flesh this theory out. But Enel has called lightning. And he's the only one we've seen do that. But no one blinked an eye. I don't think it was made a big deal because we're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it's lightning. Like, lightning force comes from the fucking sky. Well, yeah, well, we also theorize that Enel's on that island where lightning's just raining down right correct and i think that is all a part of like the strength of enel is nuts yeah like, it's nuts because he mocked the crew like zoro got bodied 
Robin yeah. got bought. Everybody was like, yo, you see me? You taking this L. Luffy only doesn't take the L because rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Enel's. Skypea sucks. <laughs> but Enel's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Enel's an interesting, like, he has potential. And when we see him again. They threw him in the wrong arc. But, yeah, no, we need to see him again. No, I, I, I don't want to, because it's supposed to be like, oh, Luffy fighting God, right? Like, he goes to heaven, he fights God, or he fights Zeus. You know, like, okay, how do we top a warlord? And you go, oh, God. <laughs> and everyone kind of went, what? <laughs> and then the anime was like, how do you top that? You throw him into this really weird Navy base. And All then the- you do something strange, like you scale it back a bit, and maybe we have him fight, I don't know, like normal people, and, but they're like souped up normal people, maybe a little different. They, they're using abilities you've never quite seen before, but it makes total sense if you think about it as a fighting style. Um, and, and then she dates Asami, and, <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> and that's what's fucked up is like, and I'm shitting on G7, but G7 was a better arc filler and all than Skypiea yeah. was. Oh, I was going to say it's better than Foxy, uh, but that, sure. Everything's better than Foxy. But Foxy's the strongest Everything character. is better than Foxy. Foxy has the most powerful fear. Everything is literally, everything sl- is better than I Foxy. S- I slow you down. Everything is. Do you no, think Fo- we're ever going to see Foxy again? Foxy used the slow, slow fruit on his damn self. Foxy could like fall in the fall in the ocean for all we care. Nigga been slow. Yeah, like yeah. G five would have been a really cool. G five is like the only anime arc that's like it's almost the only reason to watch the anime. Because <laughs> like there's nothing because the animation's on point and the no, stories. The I love huh? I love I love the war animated. That's 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 up there. Well, you bet, yeah, I like it animated, but they took some like a ton of creative liberties with that. Oh, they were yeah. like, oh, instead of blowing Whitebeard's head off, we'll just put two holes in his chest versus like the one. But you didn't feel cheated though, which is huge. If you're going to take the liberties, at least don't make me feel cheated. Yeah. Like, yes, the panel is cool, but like I don't feel like I got less of a Whitebeard experience watching it. The got a current no, fight. Is no, 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 not at all. Like, I think. I'd, I'd have to reread it and get to that point again. Because I think Marine Ford is its own arc. I, think. I actually have those. Um, they are over in the corner by Vegeta. I'd have to look. Yeah, I'd have to look. But actually, also, how much One Piece do you own? I own all of them. Damn. Yeah, you own more than me. I own two boxes right now. I, I am on 90, volume 90. One, I think ninety-two just dropped. Um, that's my flex. There you go. Um, so let's get with more current things. So obviously we haven't discussed um some of the chapters here as of late. Um, did we discuss on in recording about Kaido's son? I don't think we did. I think we no. We were gonna combine the two because it was on break this week. Correct. Last week? Where, when is this going up? 
Well, we have two chapters that we discussed. We got two in four weeks because Oda is, and I'm not saying this to be an asshole. Obviously, there's a worldwide pandemic going on. No, Shonen went on break specifically for COVID. Japan saw a spike and they were like, nope. And then they took a break. That's why, that's why we didn't get a chapter this week. Well, we got one. Um, six, well, the, yeah, the 19th. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm tripping. I'm, am I tripping? I'm high. Well, I'm, I'm pretty baked. <laughs> am I tripping? Am I like. Are you caught up? Did you read this? Yeah. Piece? Okay. Okay. Did you yeah. Read cool. 985? Yes. You read 985, right? Yes. I'm tripping because. Um, yeah, that was the okay. Cool. That was the that was the. They're so weird. Oh, I am behind. They're on ninety three. Excuse me. I'll go buy those. I gotta buy those real quick. Ninety two and ninety three. Oh my gosh. Um. It must have just came out. All right. So, we got Kaido's son reveal, and we also got. The reason why um, – I don't know if it's the reason why, but I guess you got more fleshed out of, like, the Kaido Big Mom Alliance. Like, these characters yeah. are pretty simple, stupid, and it's, like, one Can we, very one If we're jumping right into that, uh, do we think this uh, – do we think – the nine-headed guy what's his name the shogun is dead orochi orochi yeah i'm i am willing to only because kaido very violently (laughs) cut his head off but if he has nine heads and that's his fruit is this a reverse thanos situation where he should have gone for the heart not for the head I would love to get all of this build up with Orochi only to have Kaido go, nah, fuck you. And then cut his head off. I would love that. I just well, don't not, think, it, I don't think that's, I, I mean, you, did you ever watch men in black? Yes. Do you remember the dude who the gets alien. it? Yeah. Yeah. The alien that gets his head blown off and then it like grows back. <laughs> like, I would love to see that shit. Nah, homie's got to be dead. Because You're, okay. it would be cool too. Because like, it's Kaido. Like, for Kaido to just say, because the world, especially Wano, and because Wano, Wano's very secluded, so I won't say the world. Wano is very scared of Orochi because of what he represents and who he is. Yeah. So for Kaido to just say. Nah, nigga, I don't give a fuck. You know, my son, daughter that doesn't really like me, she the shogun in this bitch. And he, he we is the shogun. We don't know. <laughs> we, he is the we, shogun in this bitch. Kaido called him son. We, he does. Have, we have to assume that uh, the, the child is a boy. <laughs> because... And Kaido is an inclusive father. He, has, he might be a very scary man, but he is a good dad and he understands his child's pronouns. 
Are you done? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I also, 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 I'm going to bitch about this every chapter and y'all just know at, at this point, if you listen to us, you just got to be ready for it. Um, how big is Kaido? I just want to know. Wait, we, wait, we established, he's like, what, like, what is established though nothing like he, he's is, standing next to big mom like or fate okay like, their faces right very comparable like they both look like they have like all right these are both two very large humans or two very large things yeah okay but they're not standing next to each other correct then we see him over orochi headless and with a head and all right, homie's big. Okay, well, how big is Orochi? Well, let's go back two chapters when he was – he looked comparable size to our samurai friend who turned trainer, who I'm going to try to remember his name, who was big enough to carry Momonosuke in just his right fucking hand. Don't think about it. <laughs> and I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now. I just, I just want clarification. You got to watch the anime. Homie, in the anime, he's two different sizes. No. When he shows up, he's this mountain. He's a fucking mountain. And then him and Luffy look at each other, and it's like, yo, dog, you maybe got like two feet on me. I'm telling you right now, you're acting like a liberal snowflake, and you need to chill. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to know, dog, how big is Kaido? I, my, how, big my do you want, how big do you want him to be? <laughs> my, you want to be a big boy or do you want to be a small boy? <laughs> my, my legitimate guess is his true size is he's probably the same size as Whitebeard. That's, that's probably yeah, where I, I'm going to put him. Sure, I like that. His, his true size. And I'm going to say Big Mom's bigger than both of them. Yeah, Big Mom's a giant. Well. Half giant. Yeah, possibly. Big Mom's the biggest all, out of all of them. That's confirmed. Yeah. Um, so, hey, you, you know what you could do? You could write a letter to Oda and go, hey, how tall is Kaido actually? And then he would put in his volume, he'd go, he's as tall as you want him to be, and then move on. <laughs> I would cry. Um, I think we did actually get to talk a little bit about Kaido's son being a – girl who identifies as a boy yeah um so gosh and here is one of the like that was a good that was good justin i was that was good the this is one of the cliche things though about this is i I, so i read this chapter and i think initially there was like some hype around it right And, and i think this is supposed to be a big chapter yeah because of who's involved what they're doing and it's like oh my gosh and then i turbo nerded and i thought to myself i'm like was it really that exciting if like if i told you two emperors or two people that we know are bad or for the most part bad we're like yo we gonna have a pirate empire we go into war and we get in the one piece. Isn't that kind of what we've been doing since chapter one? Like, I get it. Y'all yeah. are who you are. So, like, there is there is credit 
like me saying something and like the secretary of defense saying something clearly they hold different weight if i say yo dog i got it and he says yo dog i got it what he got is probably more than what i got yeah so there's weight in that but i mean the 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 manga is called one piece and like like and if you're looking at it from a story structure like, I guess it's whatever you th- want One Piece to be. Like, they also are get- forming an alliance for this great pirate war that Doflamingo mentioned was co- on its was coming. Right. And, and we've and like they're at, they're at this point where it's like, all right, it's like all right, well, we can get One Piece. We're gonna storm One Piece, and then we're gonna take over the world basically because we are that strong. Like. It, it that's that's what their king and the pirate is that's i um and i and i agree with all this this is one of the first times i think i've ever done this and this is me Agreed. i don't think it's me just being a bitch or um whatever the case is but i normally love deep diving the fuck out of one piece chapters because usually so much more you can find yeah this is one of the first times where i deep dived it and i was like the world is not technically changing like we already, uh, we've essentially had the idea of another war for the last 150, 200 chapters. Like, it's not new information or like, holy shit, we're about to get a war or holy shit, this is about to pop off. We don't know the exact details of it and that will yeah. be fleshed out. But we've, we've been of the mindset, all right, we get in a war. Like, somebody's going to yeah. have to fight, um, whether it's pirates, marines, uh, if we get up to the level of um, that circle and you get like homie that sits on the throne and you get the girl say involved that is still left to be determined but we know we're getting a war Kaido and Big Mom obviously newer but we've known for and this is, this is kind of wild this is how fucked the 2020 has been we've known for the majority of 2020 they've had connections that go back to being kids yeah because I think we actually got the rock pirate shit as fucked up as it is. We might have got that at the end of 2019. The chapters have just been so displaced and 2020 has been all over the place. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Like, I think that, that could arguably, if it's not end of 2019, it's very early 2020. But we've known that for a decent amount of time now. Yeah. So, like, their alliance, it's like, all right, cool. All right, we're going to go get one piece. It's like, all right, cool. Like, everybody, you're supposed to say that. You're, you're two of the four emperors. And you are the incumbent emperors because we, we do believe that they were emperors before Shanks was, and obviously they were emperors before Blackbeard was. And if you consider Luffy yeah. the fifth emperor, obviously far before Luffy was. So you guys are kind of supposed to be in this space where it's like Kaido's considered the strongest thing in the world, and Big Mom is a monster and has as many resources as anyone in the world. I. Like I just I don't know I want to see I think it's 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 something where you look at it and you go okay the two two of the most powerful people in the world have merged alliances and have declared that we're gonna get one piece and rule the world basically that's that's the chapter yeah it's like and and you're like okay it's been stated now what. Do you feel? Do you feel like this was as impactful 
but here, here's a good question, and this is why. And I'm not – once again, I because they can completely change my mind depending on what Oda does in the next chapter because that will make If stays break. dead, this is a huge fucking chapter. That's that, that's my hot take. If Orochi stays dead, then but should, should. I, then I'm like, oh fuck, that's wild because we've been talking about Orochi and have been hyping up Orochi and he's the bad guy. He's 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 ever, he's real bad. He's not as bad as Kaido, but he is like he's fucked with this country for twenty years, and then we we've spent what a year and a half building him up and then he just died in one panel so if you're right we if we hyped up orochi to show just how crazy and like how he just doesn't give a shit kaido doesn't give a fuck like then that's cool this is a huge win (laughs) no kaido is i just don't think orochi's dead personally I, I I I think I think we've opened it up. He has a Hydra fruit, and uh, Hydras tend to lose their heads and then grow another one back. So we'll see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna take the other side of that, and I and I I do like the Hydra theory, but I'm gonna take the stance of this is like a Kaido boosting chapter. Which Kaido is boosted off this chapter, especially yeah. if the next. I just need to see next. This will be a great chapter if what happens, depending on what happens next, this chapter will redeem itself in my mind. Um, yeah. But if he had a Hydra fruit, theoretically, Kaido should know. I know Kaido's kind of like a drunk asshole and just kind of swing shit, but this might just be Kaido's MO that Kaido. Oh, I like this actually. Okay. Just theory crafted. Kaido's MO might just be like it's dangerous to be around him. Yeah. He might just he might just be swinging on people. Anyone that's in his vicinity and in that circle, you could get attacked or you could get you could you could you could lose your life, right? Yeah. We saw it with the newspapers and those obviously were very low-level guys who he just fucking swung his club at, flew through a mountain. And I'm even going to double down on to the point of that is why Queen is a masochist. Queen likes getting hit by Kaido. King is not a masochist and he is a shit talker because when Kaido swings, he defends himself and swings back. I would say he can duck. He, he's strong <laughs> that, enough. He, he can probably figure out how to duck. Um, Jack. If I'm correct, Jack has a very Jack has like scar marks, scar marks, scars. Yeah, that might be Kaido's thing. Like, homie is just randomly swinging his blade or his spike club. Yeah, well, I mean, when he's when he's drunk, he just kind of does things. Do you think he's drunk right now? I mean, they're kind of they're partying. He could be drunk. He's partying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't okay. think he's. I don't think he's drunk. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's it is hard to tell. You definitely need the anime because the anime will give him those fucking like red lines and shit, and then it's like, all right, cool, homie's drunk or homie's not drunk. You see, the real question is, Big Mom has Zeus back. Does that mean she killed Nami? Did Nami die in this chapter? You know, I don't think I paid enough attention to that. I'll be real honest with you. Yeah, no, like where last, is Prometheus found him, 
Prometheus is on the right. Where is Zeus? In her hand. Knocked out. Is that homie for real? That That's Zeus, yeah. Homie what? Yeah. And then, like, it's like, she's terrifying up close, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, they're like, she's like, oh, Zeus. And then Robin's like, oh, shit, Nami. Yeah. Yeah. So Nami died. Nah, just kidding. Can you imagine? She just just disappears. Okay, so I'm going to, so I'm going to, I'm going to go on the, that ain't Zeus. I think Zom, I think Nami made another cloud and Big Mom's just not that bright. I don't think so. I'm going to say that's Zeus. Like, also, no, um, I love Luffy. We're going to get the One Piece. I, that's what I'm supposed to get. Yeah, no, like, look at this whole, <laughs> look at this whole page. Hold on. Let me go back a little bit just to see. Uh, you see, like, this giant, like, bolt of lightning, and then, uh... Which page are you on, by the way? I'm on 14, 15? 12, 13. Oh, 12, 13. Okay, back one. All right. Yeah, look, like, Kaido's giving his speech. There's a giant bolt of lightning. Everyone's like, what the hell? And then Big Mom's like, I got Zeus back. And then, uh, everyone's like, oh, shit, she's real scary. And you see Nami and Carrot, like, kind of out. Which means, like, they probably just got, like, pushed aside, like, yeeted. Or she just conquered hockey them. So that's the world's most powerful hag. I think I think Big Mom is not, like, that sensitive about being called an old bitch. She'd kill y'all. Um, She's like, what'd you call me? <laughs> Excuse me? It's like, I don't know. So... What, there's like two directions, and Oda could obviously pull this in all, like ten other ones. But for if be, being an idiot like me, there's like two directions this chapter goes. Which is a, homie's not done in six years or whatever his expected time frame is, because you cannot, if you're going to put, arguably the world's number one, and no lower than the world's number three, most powerful people on the same team. You can't just break that easily. Like that can't just be one arc. Ah, we beat we beat Big Mom and Kaido's alliance. Like that has to be endgame shit. No, also, because I I think I think that this is Luffy getting to the level that we need him to be at for the final arc, and we need to talk about the emperors, and we need to like. But both of them? I, yeah, we've set like, up both of them. Because what, what would you rather have? Would you rather have an arc with Big Mom where Big Mom gets beat and then you do an arc with Kaido and then Kaido gets beat? Because I'd much rather, because we've already gotten the Big Mom arc and it's like, I don't want to go back to Whole Cake and fight Big Mom again. We've already been there. I like the idea that something unexpected happened and these two got together and... I don't know how we beat this. And I don't think there's a way they get out of this without like, like if anything, if one of them goes down, 
then it's huge. So if yeah, I still think it's uh, Luffy's crew versus Big Mom, and then uh, Kid Law and Luffy, Luffy versus, versus yeah. So the other way that this goes in my mind, and this is the way that I'm I am rooting for. And if it goes this way, this chapter immediately comes 10 out of 10. This is how you get Shanks involved again, though. Because this means Shanks failed. I wholeheartedly believe Shanks, in the back of his mind, has thought these two cannot come together because he knows of their history. He knows knows what they were. And... We're going to get a fleshed out of that Kaido Shanks visit that happened pre-Marine Ford. And this, in my mind, is where this goes. Because mm-hmm. Sh- Shanks is just the most world adept. Like, he's just, he is in the know. He is aware more than just about anybody else on the planet. And this is a no-no for him. Like, yeah. these two people can't be in the same room. These two people can't, these two people can't be on the same team. The emperors can't align. It 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 would cause like it, it's it, it's the end of the world. Yeah, him and Whitebeard were cool, and that was too close. Not even an alliance. Well, yeah, because when they got together, like he tried warning them, and like Shanks just walking onto that ship is enough to knock out random people, you know. And. Like, those two, those two fighting, like when emperors fight, like shit breaks. <laughs> so um, Shanks has to be involved in this in some way, shape, or form. Because Shanks is the only other person well, you could bring into this mix, and you're like, it's respectable on a power scale level. It makes sense because he's already had interactions with Kaido, and I'm going to presume he's had interactions with Big Mom, who are just not privy to them yet. Um, and. Yeah, like, and I, I've also got Shanks dying by the end of the story, and this is an acceptable way for Shanks to die when there's two other emperors involved. I I, I see this arc, and I go, this is, a, this is the climax of everything in the new world. And I know I said that about Do, Doflamingo, but this in reality is what everything is built up to. And you go... What's the fallout of Wano? You know, if if two emperors just go down or Kaido gets killed. Well, which Wano's is, no longer I, Wano. Now we got the flower capital. Yeah, it's the flower capital, yeah. Which um, is weird. Weird name, but what's it what's it officially called? It's uh I think it just called the flower capital. It's gonna be a pirate um empire. It's a pirate paradise, right? Yeah, it becomes the flower capital. Oh, Onigashima. Onigashima um, is going to be Onigashima. the new flower capital. Or the new capital of Wano. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going after the ancient weapons, too. Once again, that was one of those, I'm like, like, that's cool. But, like, y'all were supposed to. Were I, they? I, 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 so I presume everybody they're trying, that's, they're gonna, they're gonna take over their, their thing is like, we're gonna take over the world because we're that strong. 
Correct. But I believe anybody, like, they don't talk about, Big Mom has, Big Mom does a little bit more than Kaido. But, like, Big Mom just doesn't crazily talk about the Poneglyphs, but she's involved in the Poneglyphs game because she's an emperor. I think when you're an emperor and you're in that level, I think you are involved in the Poneglyph game. I think you are involved in the Ancient Weapons game. I think you are involved in the secrets of the Void Air, the Void Century, I might classify that as a little different but mm. the major thing is going on if you're an emperor you're involved in some way shape or form like you're just too strong you're too big you're too part of the world's fixture for you to not be involved in those specific topics yeah um so that that was my reasoning for why like this chapter i was like ah, like i get it this is what we want to hear because this is what in my mind they've already been saying and doing we're just obviously not getting a chapter about every single character or every single, I, in every single chapter. I, I figured, I think this line's important um, where he talks about Wano and it's like a natural fortress uh, that no one can like reach. Right. So I was like, this can go like two ways and you go, Oh, maybe Luffy doesn't beat them. You know, like maybe, maybe it doesn't work this way. Um, and they're forced to flee or you take out Kaido or you weaken Kaido to the nth degree. The arc could end with the Navy storming Wano because I have a theory that Shanks went to the Gorosei and was like, Hey, they're going to, they're getting together. Like this is, we, you need to do something. You know, like, the two emperors are getting together. Um, and this arc ends with the Navy storming Wano, and we see how strong Ryugu and Akainu and Kizuru are, and Fujitora, you know, all of these, all the, all the admirals show up. Like, it's this big, like, thing. And they storm Wano. That's one option. I think, though... That Wano that be becomes huge. that's huge. I think Wano becomes home base to the Straw Hat Alliance. You're gonna have to walk me through this one. Okay, so my theory is that Luffy is able to dispel Kaido from Wano. I think I think that's just like I don't know. I, I can see it going that way. Luffy proves that he's stronger than Kaido and like dispels them it's a natural fortress for this war that's coming so if it if wano becomes home based kind of like how blackbeard has this territory somewhere else in the new world mm -hmm. and wano becomes luffy's territory then he's effectively safe from the navy And it would be a perfect cast-off point for a big war if there was a big war to come. I like the idea that the Navy storms it. I, I really the like end. the Navy. I really like the Navy storms it. Um, so I've thought about your other one, in not in this exact example, but if like if everyone had a quote-unquote home base or a fortress. Um, I've always thought it'd be cool if Luffy's was Fishman Island because then he would have the underwater advantage and he's already got, I mean, he's already technically has a territory. Yeah. Um, Everywhere he's ever been. 
essentially. But I mean, like in in terms of the new world, though, because like obviously he's not going to fucking like Logetown or um. Yeah, that's true. I like the idea that Fishman Island is his. That's his base. Like that's that's his his base. Yeah. Um. The navy be. See, this is nothing. This got to get discussed. Is like. Gosh, man. Because. Because ah. if the Navy storms, and, and and I'm saying this, and this is, I'm not trying to shit on the character's power level here, but the Admirals ain't getting it done. We saw three Admirals not really take down a really old, injured Whitebeard. Mm-hmm. If I have maybe Big Mom screw, if you know that that whole thing, if their boat makes it up, and Kaido's crew, and Kaido and Big Mom herself, Kaido and Big Mom themselves, I'm saying beats the four admirals. Yeah, and that's not shitting on the admirals, but y'all got to do something new now. Like, I, I shouldn't feel, and this isn't a fault, but if I feel like there's that big of a power scat between you and who you're supposed to be, like, balancing the world out because you have enough, you are strong enough, I don't feel like you balance out the Emperors. Not for mm-hmm. a second. That little triangle of the fucking warlords, Navy, and the Emperors, it's a fucking balancer. No, fuck, it's not. No, yeah. The Emperors do whatever the fuck they want the warlords are just there outside of maybe Mihawk and outside of what Admiral has been over the top impressive besides when we were first introduced to Aokiji. Well, we don't know. I don't think we've seen just how powerful the admirals are. Like, cause I kind of definitely took earthquakes to the body and got back up. But I had an injured white beard. He was we're angry. Talking- who Angry was strong enough, he was strong enough to sink all of Marine Ford, and after still, Akainu took it like a, a champ. Akainu took it post Ace's death, which was very much injured Whitebeard, very angry Whitebeard. So I'm sure those earthquakes yeah. had some extra oomph in them. But yeah, it was an injured Whitebeard. Like we have never. Well, seen... are we presuming that like Whitebeard was fighting? with hockey and like conquerors hockey behind oh, yeah. no, those hits. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so he was taking, uh, somehow. Taking Akainu, Akainu wasn't taking like a fucking slap on the wrist. <laughs> he a- was... Akainu was insanely strong. I'm not taking that away from him. But once again, just take the scenarios. Ah, I mean, Kaido and Big Mom's age is kind of weird in this regard because Big Mom's not a human. Like, Whitebird was just a big human, but I'm presuming big humans still have normal human lifestyles. Or I'm sorry, normal human lifespans. Yeah. So I'm presuming they're still on this 0 to 100 scale and they still get gray hair at the same time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Kaido was clearly a little different than a regular person because – He's not that much younger than Whitebeard, but he shows none of the old characteristics Whitebeard had. Yeah. Um, Big Mom is obviously presumably a half giant. Um, 
And she also does not show the signs of aging, which could be due to her fruit if she's able to take souls and add years to her body. Like yeah. neither of them look like they're seventy something. Whitebeard was an old man, terrifying, but an old man. Yeah, I've heard. I saw an interesting theory uh, as to why Kaido can't die, hmm. and is it because Big Mom gave him immortality? I think we discussed that before. Um, yeah. Now this alliance could technically change it. I believe when you first brought it up to me, um, I think that made them too close. So I wasn't totally okay with like conforming to that theory yet. Cause I was like, that'd be a lot to give to someone you may still have to fight down the road. So I wasn't sold. Now, if this was the master plan, then yeah, I'm, I'm down to rediscuss that theory. Um, Cause then there's a lot more merit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the emperors and yeah, that's just the thing. I just need Oda's next trick. And I always preface, he's a better writer than me, so he's got this. Huh. I know, being modest here, <laughs> he's a little bit better than me. Um, is he has to bring? If you're going to introduce this alliance, you either have to. Bring, bring a lot more people up to this power level or status of like they are game breaking or earth shattering because yeah. the way the world's currently set up yeah if Kaido and Big Mom are teamed up no one beats them no one's close like no one's yeah. close Blackbeard oh, yeah. gets washed Shanks gets washed everybody in fucking I, Marine Ford washed or that's what Ford I think anymore, makes but. so that's what I make it think makes it so interesting though because like look at who isn't there and you go well blackbeard hasn't made a move and uh shanks is going to uh reverie or uh to uh marriage and for some reason and you go okay well what happens if they do get knocked out <laughs> or they, if they do get taken down or one of them dies and that's a huge game changer that's where i'm like oh, okay blackbeard's gonna move now blackbeard's oh, gonna yeah you know uh ryugu is gonna make a move like you can't just sit there and not do anything we also need to know what happened to vivi and like how that plays like we the navy a, we need a lot i was gonna say the navy might be making a play for the ancient weapons to try to compete with uh, the emperors. No, it's the like I, I I genuinely think it's all about fallout with this arc because oh, that's why that's why I'm like oh it's this arc and then it's the final arc that's it. See, I I'm not willing to commit to the final arc yet only because I need like one or and, and it's nuts because this obviously is like a bombshell type of thing. But I need, like, one or two more bombshells before I'm willing to be, like, okay. Because, and this is what's fucked up, is Oda might not technically do it to the degree that we want, possibly. But he doesn't technically have to wrap up everyone's story because everyone's story does get some kind of conclusion in their own arc. Yes, as a fan base, are we like, oh, well, this could have happened, which means this person's over here. Like, like niggas care about where Mr. One is. Mr. One doesn't technically need to have a continued story, but 
we know that he's with Crocodile, and Crocodile went to the New World. Crocodile could have gone to the world and just been yeah. like, yo, I'm settling in this one town. Ain't nobody fucking with me. I got power back, blah, blah, blah. And that could be his shit. And we don't ever need that fully yeah. explained, but we want it because Oda well, has... You, 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 like, they talk about... I mean, that's kind of a, the allusion to, like, the final war, mm-hmm. right? Like, in that two-year gap that's happened where Luffy's training... All of these people are going to the new world. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of like the rookie pirates are doing it. But it's also like X-Drake's making a move and X-Drake's technically working for the Navy. So what's the play, you know? Absolutely. Like it's, it's all been in preparation for this like big, big thing. And if, if you know, Kaido does get taken out in this arc, which is possible... We don't. I don't know how. I, I was gonna I, say. It's, I don't know how, but like it, the way the trajectory that it's going, it'd be really interesting if. Again, I don't think we're getting out of Wano for another like year and a half, two years. I think it closer to two years at this point. Um, be interesting. I'm. I'm like. There's definitely. I. I'm guessing there's still about a hundred chapters left in well, Wano. Wano could be. I will. I will subscribe. I will say this. I'll subscribe more to the Wano leads to the final arc theory. If and it's very important on what happens next, obviously, because like if Luffy just dips right now, then that will change some things. But yes, if Kaido and Big Mom are not going to be a mobile alliance, they're essentially just going to bunker down and then say we're going to start war from here then yeah, then you have a really strong case for Wano leading to the final arc. Um, but that's going to depend on like Luffy, what Luffy's going to do. Obviously, if the Navy's going to bum rush them now, they're not going to be able to bum rush them and then turn around and go, all right, final war time, get everyone ready. They'll lose too many soldiers. There'll be too many resources. Yeah. It just wouldn't make sense. Um, but I think if Kaido is going to hurt the people of Wano. They've done so much build up into oh like Luffy won't stand for that. And Luffy won't just like it, it was different with Whole Cake. They went to Whole Cake to get Sanji, so they got Sanji and left. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh but this is a good parallel with Fishman Island. And you go or at least the f- ending of Fishman Island. Mm-hmm. where it's you know big mom has really hurt those people and luffy was just like you yeah, I, you're you're out i'm not this is mine now bye <laughs> <laughs> you know um and so you look at this arc and you go oh luffy won't stand for kaido industrializing the whole island and killing everybody on it like, there's Luffy doesn't walk away. That's Luffy. that, but that's what it's it's gonna be so huge. Because I'm not okay with too if Luffy does it in normal Luffy fashion. I'm not okay with Luffy beating Kaido right now, unless Oda would really have to like pull some flashback from training that is just nuts. Because to go now. To Luffy turn around and fight Kaido and even possibly beat him. Let's just go possibly. It will 
demean the Doflamingo fight. It will demean the Katakuri fight, especially the Katakuri fight. That's his most recent thing. And we saw no one is saying Katakuri is as strong as Big Mom or Kaido. And Luffy barely beat homie. I love, I love the theory that Katakuri threw that fight too. That's quite possible. Yeah. Like Katakuri was like, it's too close. And I respect this man too much. Like, but even still, it's like that power. It's like, like, I would not be okay with Luffy turn around right this second and be able to beat Kaido. I don't think he can. Not by himself. I, I don't even know if I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm cool with like the three of them being able to beat Kaido. Like Law, Kid, and Luffy. I just, I'm not, I need something else to happen before I'm ready to say that's a fair fight. It'd be interesting if Law took away Kaido's immortality. I'd be down with that. I I would be down with like severely weakening him. And Oda's the king yeah. of like almost no villain gets beat out right. Most they take some huge hit or blow and it weakens them and they are now less of themselves and now it is okay to dethrone them because then they still keep their status of when they're at a hundred percent, they're fucking monsters and how do you do it? Um just because we both I can't take too much more time here. We both have yeah. girlfriends we have to return to at some point. Uh here's a Quick, fun, top 10 list from One Piece from Watch Mojo, And this was top 10 One Piece KOs. Now, okay. when I think of One Piece KOs, I'm going to ask you where you rank these three. First one that comes to mind. It's the first famous one. Is it Bellamy? <laughs> that has to be, like, the first one, right? Yeah, it's one like, shot, one kill. <laughs> and then, um, and this is very current. This came out um, July 22nd. Um, Kaido was on here. Kaido knocking out Luffy. Where do you think that uh, should rank? Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> the anime didn't do it justice. It's definitely one panel, one fucking swing. <laughs> like, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, so, oh, wait, is that the right one? Come on. All right. Um, so now these are not one hit KOs. These are just the best knockouts, right? So number 10 is Luffy versus Cracker. And Luffy finally knocking out Cracker. Oh yeah, are you yeah, Tank Man? Tank Man's sick. Um number 9, and I love this one, and I think this one should be higher. Zoro knocks out Mr. One. Ooh. Uh I'm glad it's even on the list, honestly. That's I think that's a really good one. Um Yeah. Number 8 is you'll love this one. Number 8 is um Usopp knocks out sugar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, oh, what the fuck? I'm getting an ad. Fuck this ad. Um, but I'm also like, hold on, hold on. Like, we'll talk. Let's talk about Usopp versus. Oh, wait, Usopp versus sugar? The not, just the knockout part. This is just how good was the actual knockout finishing blow. So this was Oh, that one's great, man. Are you kidding? <laughs> that one's great. No, I, I another good one is uh Usopp versus that fish man from like Arlong Park. Oh and my he, gosh. He, he basically like sh- sh- throws a Molotov <laughs> at her <laughs> and then like hits her with a hammer <laughs> a bunch. That's that like, one the anime did insane amount of justice because I cracked up for about ten minutes after seeing that. Um, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like flame, like bomb, bam, fucking. 
she starts the most realistic fight (laughs) and then he shoots her with a rubber band (laughs) um number seven luffy or sorry number seven or six this seven seven is luffy knocks out doflamingo yeah kind of rocks that boy um number six and i'm very glad this one made the list um Sanji knocks out Jabra. The Wolfman. Yeah. That one, because Diablo Jambe is like cool. Does not get the love that it deserves. For like a signature move, that, that move should get a lot more love. Yeah. I mean, um, it, 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 Sanji's a cyborg, so it's fine. You're right. Um, Kaido knocking out Luffy was number five. It's newer, so I'm not, like, mad at it being, like, middle of the list. I, I, I think it's more, like, shocking coming off of Katakuri, and then you go, oh, Luffy's ready, and then he gets fucking rocked. Um, number four. It's animated pretty cool. If you want to you watch that, it's pretty cool animated. I did. Uh, just this list is all animated, so. Okay. Um, number four is Frankie Knocks Out Senior Pink. This is one of the best fights that gets yeah. not enough attention because this was – the fight no one wanted, and everyone, everyone was like, needed. yeah. Like, well, it, it reminds me of that Yu Yu Hakusho fight where they, they just, like, punch each other. Like, it's, they, they're in this, like, tiny circle, and then. Oh, I'm just it, talking about, yes. Yeah. Uh, the I, don't remember, fight. I don't remember yeah, his name, but yes. I don't, and he's just, like, fucking, like, rocking him. Like, those sound effects were gnarly. Hell like, yeah, just man. to hear, like, the fist, the bones, and the cutting, it was like, ugh, I don't... Because it was a knife fight, wasn't it? They had to... You, They were in a circle that was made by a knife. So your back foot was on, a, like, an open knife. Oh, yeah, yeah, And you yeah, just yeah. punched the... Sh- they just punched the shit out of each other because if you went backwards, you'd cut your fucking foot open. Yeah. Um, Number three, also love this one. Zoro knocks out Kaku with Ashra. Yes. Hell yeah. Always. Um, I'm getting another ad. Give me a second here. Um, Luffy Lucci? No. Number one, I'm not going to lie. I was actually disappointed in myself that I didn't consider this number one moment. And it's our number one knockout. Oh, wait, wait, what's two? What's two? Hold on. All right. I'll do number two and I'll give you a chance to guess number one. Because number All one right. should not be debated. I, after I saw it again, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is the number one knockout in one piece. Yeah. Um. Oh, number two is Luffy knocks out Katakuri. Good. That's a good one. Um, so what do you think should be the number one moment? And I, if, if you're like me, you will hit yourself after not saying, oh, of course, this is the number one moment. Number one knockout. I'm sorry. This, this, although it's arguable, the context, this could be the number one moment in One Piece. Oh, really? And it's, it's not Luffy and Luchi? No. Hmm. You're right. Luffy versus Anil. No. <laughs> uh, I, let's say Arlong. Nope. No? What is it? Um, Luffy punching the color out of One Piece and putting a celestial dragon between about 30 seats is absolutely the number one knockout. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. 
Like every anime has tried to copy that. It's <laughs> it's it's just nuts. And that's why I said it's like when I was really trying to think of like what would be number one, and then they they showed it, and I was like, I forgot that's technically a fight. It's, <laughs> I mean, it is. Even though it's not, you wouldn't find it under Luffy versus <laughs> Dr- Celestial Dragon. You find it, Luffy punches the fuck out of <laughs> Celestial Dragon. Like, and oh my gosh, that moment was just. Homie punched the color out of him. Like, it just went black and white, and homie went, <laughs> like, that introduced the admirals, like, on a, on a realistic level. Um, homie, who had already burned the flag, was like, I right, fuck your flag, fuck your deities, I'm here. And everybody on the crew just had to fucking, like, have their arms tied and just go, all right, we in for the long haul. <laughs> but it's just... I mean, man, just like, see if I can get this fucking camera. No, it's not even going to go over there. Um, I was going to show, yeah. like, it's just. Foul. I know. It's just. Homie punched through his fucking thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that, that moment's amazing. That's Yeah, it's a good one. Number, number one knockout of One Piece. Well You're deserved. right. Usopp versus the fish man. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucking gangs that shit. <laughs> I will say, the number one almost knockout does go to Usopp, and that was 10,000-pound hammer that he hit Ghost Girl with, and she thought she was going to die. <laughs> and then it just, the balloon popped. Here's, here's my favorite thing about One Piece. Usopp does that, right? Zoro does the same thing to Monet, which means Zoro copied Usopp. I mean... Oh, he didn't think about that. Oh no, he didn't think about that. I would like your God Usopp taught Zoro. It's only wild because, like, when Zoro did it, we know he could kill Monet. We were all very well aware in that exact moment she could die. (laughs) I'll be real. I'll be real after. I don't know why. Like, the first time I actually read that part where Usopp's, like, 10-ton hammer, and I'm like, holy shit. I, he got a power – he got power boosted. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I genuinely thought that, and then I went – and then it, it played out, and I went, Fuck me, dude. Like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. That is – that is Usopp. Hey, man, with that being said – Appreciate y'all for coming here. Um, definitely, episodes coming out more consistently. We have finished our other project, um, and when we get well, not finished, but we've gotten to the point at least where we can announce our conclusion of the other project. Uh, go check us out on Twitter uh, at I Talk A Lot Ninety Eighty, um, Instagram. Are you, I always forget your Instagram. Uh, Shadow Riley. Shadow Riley. There we go. Um, check out Dinosaur Workshop for some cool stuff. There you go. Go check out that. Go check out Dinosaur Workshop. Um, go check out Hardfoul Pay Hardfoul on Instagram. Um, bunch of stuff coming out, and we're gonna catch you guys next week. See you, dudes. Am I even on the right computer? No, I'm not. Because uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh.